0: Hello,
1: hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello,
0: hello. Did somebody just walk in? It's a ghost. ghost. I was a little freaked out there for a minute. I was like, somebody just walked in. Hi, I'm Julia Cameron, screenwriter of Occupants, and you're listening to Comic Pop Library. dysfunction we are right.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Comic Pop Heroes brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard, along with Jonathan and Logan. And in today's episode, we're going to be looking at Meredith McLaren's Hinges, Book One, Clockwork City. This is published by Image Comics, and the copyright date is 2015. There are three books so far to the series, but she is the author as well as the artist. Hinges is a fantasy webcomic turned graphic novel about a doll named O'Reilly and her troubling companion bobble new to the city of kabul orio must depend on help wherever she can find it but her assigned familiar bobble has other interest and as the two explore the walls of their city they find that they are not the only new arrivals in a place that runs like clockwork it only takes a little disruption to upend a city and this is why it does not have a whole lot of text to it, uh, uh, it well
0: it I mean, it, it has it some has text, text yes, but it's yeah. not It's more dependent
1: much. on the artwork
2: yeah, it, to move yeah. the story along. And the main character has her first words about Close five, to six of the way through the book. I work. was yeah. going to
1: say. So a lot of the, the scenes with Oryo in them, she does not talk at all. And Bobble doesn't even talk. No. Uh, well, and he might make squeak or something like that. Yeah,
2: uh, I'm not sure if Bobble can talk, True, given that it's...
1: Well, kind of like a hollow cut. <laughs> you might say that. Call back to Hollow World, I guess. <laughs> we talked about. Well, I was that. actually thinking of bleaching the oh, bleach? because of the okay. mask, but. <laughs> okay. But orio she's a young woman that is found by this other lady. Like she's just on the floor, and that's where it opens up at. And, and the lady comes in, and she has a, a watch, a pocket yeah. watch, in her hand. And the back of it has Oryo on it, and that is her name, Mm. dictated by this other lady that finds her, which is a doll, basically. Because you can see the strings; you can see the strings (laughs) attached to them. And as they continue on, Oryo has to find her place in this clockwork world, her toy world, in a sense. Yeah, at least. And Mm -hmm. along the way, she, each person or each toy, has a familiar, basically, or a companion. And they, to, it, but, and, and they go to a word for but and and they go to a kind of like a oddity oddity shop or some type of shop that has a bunch of stuff up on the shelves, and she's supposed to find her. Like I said, basically a familiar, yeah. And this little creature that kind of looks like a I don't know what you cross between a cat and a demon type looking thing, but it's really small jumps out and kind of haphazard looking and it has a tag on it
2: and you've seen a few just glimpses of him before now but i'm not sure if you've actually seen him completely before now right
1: well she finds him in this shop and he has a name tag on him that says bobble and so that's his name Mm -hmm. and you can kind of tell with bobble this companionish type thing is not quite right and you almost wonder if Orio is quite right, too, because she's so quiet, but maybe that's just because she's she's yeah, new. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. And the story in this first issue is basically f- her trying to find her place within this clockwork toy society. Yep. Orio
2: might or might not be what her name would have originally been because, and yeah, you do get to see glimpses of...
1: I yeah, gotcha, well,
2: yeah. It l- turns out that Odd was the one who imparted, that Bobble was the one that imparted the watch.
1: Okay, so bo- uh, Bobble's been kind of in the background, like Logan said, from the, the very beginning. Time. So I, But he doesn't come to the forefront until he yeah. falls off that shelf and he gets named her familiar companion. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know what the exact name of it is.
2: Well, he for also the creature. points her to the clothes. I think, but I'm not sure about
1: that. But he's a troublemaker yeah definitely Uh, she's very quiet does not talk (laughs) and uh, it's stole the name too (laughs) stole the name (laughs) okay where do you steal the name Oh, bobble yeah from another deal okay yep
2: just throws it to the ground and takes the name (laughs) jack
1: so we're not sure what quite is bobbles deal but well, I'm sure you will eventually get to see what it's yeah. about. If you've read the webcomic you might already know, but since this is the graphic novel form, yeah, mm-hmm. you you'll, and you are reading it that way, you'll have to just follow along and wait. And I know there's towards the end there's like some creatures that are, are kind of like big cat-like creatures, but they're kind of yeah. one cut-out type deals for toys too. One mm-hmm. creature, but was yeah. it one? I thought it was two. No, it's just one. Was it just one? Okay. But the artwork in it is... It's kind of a mix between Japanese and American. And I really... To me, I love the artwork. I thought it was great, too.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, it was. And, and, I totally agree.
1: And it could be almost... Even a children's type artwork style. Because because it's big pictures the panels are fairly good size uh the eyes are fairly big like you see in japanese mangas uh the tones excuse me the i guess you could say the tones of the art is kind of a gray brownish dirt i mean it's sepa i guess you would call it Mm, sepia is that how you pronounce it okay (laughs) i'll go with you all the eyes
2: after the piece
1: okay okay And then there are some parts that are a little bit brighter when it goes to other people within the community, but it's mainly that sepia, I guess, Logan says. (laughs) But it's a striking artwork, and as we said, it's the artwork that really propels this story along, and the text and the verbiage is there to help as well, but it's more the artwork that's driving this story. Mm -hmm. But it, I loved it. I was like, yeah, something different. Yeah, it
0: was.
2: Also, the attitudes of some of the other cast, like the, <laughs> the creepy doll lady, and which one? All of them are doll ladies.
0: <laughs> the first, the one uh, with the like the blonde creepy the one, one, we see one it with the at strings. The beginning and the end. Yeah,
1: she's kind of like the one. Because
0: there's at least two with strings too. But the blonde one. Yeah, yeah that no. one. She's. She's
1: kind of like the almost like a foreman trying to find out what her job Mm -hmm. or place is. But there's another lady in there that's uh, a repair person, and she's got kind of a snarly attitude. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) and then there's
2: the overly cheered or I can't remember what they actually have that overly what. Her temporary roommate. I can't remember if they actually have a specific name for what she is doing. I don't remember a
1: roommate, I guess. The orange-haired gal, Alouette. Oh, I didn't think she was a roommate, per se. I thought she was just another person. Yeah. Okay.
2: Adjustment liaison. Your tour guide, temporary roommate, friend, okay. confidant, career advisor, cook, counselor, and all that. Oh, she's handler. the one that
1: kind of takes her around to the different jobs. Yep. Yeah, okay. Now I remember her. Gotcha. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is one where if you're into the maybe the steampunk scene, the clockwork scene, I mean, this would probably be right up your alley. Uh, if you like dressing up and cosplay with some of the steampunk clockwork themed stuff, you'd, you'd have a lot of inspiration from this comic. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it's got some maybe good ones. not
2: steampunk, but I'm pretty sure one of the Clock, versions
1: clockwork is kind of in with the steampunk. steampunk. No, it's involved. Yeah. It's it clockwork is not a big enough one. that kind of it's kind of involved with the steampunk because. You see the gears and everything with steampunk, too. True,
2: but you don't really see gears much here, is the thing. It's not clockwork specifically, though it does. It's more that doll style.
1: And that's where you get your... You know, that has the watch and the dolls, the toys, which are usually gear, no, and mechanical, geared-wise.
2: More stringed and... Well, jointed, but that isn't um, gears.
1: I see it more as since the okay. title is Clockwork City, mm-hmm. I, I figured the somehow the people, if you want to call them that, are somehow gear structured. I'm just assuming. I'm that's just how I interpreted it because there are toys to a degree, yes, like puppets. But to me, it was like inside they would be probably some type of gears because you see a lot of the wind up toys have the gears and stuff like that. That's where Mm -hmm. I'm getting that assumption. Yeah. But yeah, that's an assumption. That's not a clear, that's not something that's clearly defined. Plus I'm going with the title with clockwork city. Yeah. So that's where I'm kind of getting that because the dress that she has on and even the other characters would be a, you know, a person that does a lot of cosplay would probably really get into it and be able to make the outfits fairly easy and have fun with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And some of the outfits you could probably
2: buy the bits too. As in just normal clothes too.
1: If you want to. It just depends on what level you are as a cosplayer. Since they have the different levels, you have the masters and the novices, so or novices. I can't talk tonight. <laughs> That's alright. But there's not besides that, there's not a lot you can say about this book. Like I said, it's it's there's not a whole lot of story driven elements that you can really dig into, like I said, I'm assuming a lot of stuff because it's not really made clear, and I'm assuming it'll probably be made clear later on. Yeah. Like I said, there are three
2: volumes now. The first volume seems to be fairly much introductory,
1: yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I figure you'll find out why, what's going on with Bobble and Orio's, Yeah. Something's going to have to be going on with Orio as well.
0: Yeah. And
2: Oriol is probably the more significant name since it came with Bobble. But, True. Yeah, the main character only gets the lines, yes, and a good place to start at the very, very end. So,
1: Is that where she does
2: her first v- voice? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In response to you, Sarah, you want to uh, push becoming a repair girl, basically. Uh, and I think that's and probably then, what she's going to
1: become, as a repair yeah. girl.
2: And then the foreman gets to have her only actual creepy moment in response to getting a bit annoyed at the desk manager not wanting to give her the job that's not on the list of go through these you're probably suited for one of them because she would
1: like repaired joints every once in a while
2: new joints every once
1: in a while well i think the that one guy's the only one that in the city that's a repair person i think that's why they're so desperate to get a new one yep or a second one rather to help with the repairs yeah, it seemed that way, but yeah, yeah. The artwork we say is kind of anime style, American style infused, but it's done in a way that it's it has good. that creepiness that dolls sometimes have, mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. it, the dolls can be pretty creepy oh, looking. Yeah, so, yeah <laughs> and this totally agree with you. On and that this one. comic kind of has those moments where it's, they're kind yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, of creepy looking.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. I I, yeah. I kind of like Bobble. Uh, yeah, he's mischievous and he's a cat
1: that's kind of what i kind of fusion that's kind of a cat-like creature <laughs> i don't know if maybe he's a little one of the big one that comes in later maybe i don't know yeah, i could kind of see some. it's like possible that. so there's going to be some type of tension and ramping up of what's going to happen within the story somehow because she's kind of the 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 bigger one's kind of well like, like it was getting chasing ready to pounce at her for a bit too Aren't they kind of cornered in a warehouse-type deal at the very end? Yeah. Type deal, the yeah.
2: The Bobble runs away because the bear thing <laughs> is chasing him. She follows and actually rescues Bobble for a bit, and they work together to take it down. Okay.
1: Okie doke. <laughs> uh, like I said, there's not much else you can really say about this. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, the artwork's very nice in it. I love it. Yeah,
0: the, I mean... Like, that's pretty much all I enjoyed. I I didn't get too much out of the storyline, but I love the artwork on it.
1: Like I said, this is one definitely s- driven by the artwork.
0: That's yeah, what yeah the it story is. I, I totally agree with Sometimes you Sometimes it's
1: that. hard to read those type of comic books because you're just like, uh, you're just kind of hoping you're getting what the artist is conveying. <laughs> I thought it did pretty good. <laughs> it does, but there yeah. are some parts where you're like, what's going on? What's happening? But it, I'm sure that's going to, come into play later on in the future volumes. The closest I got to that is maybe learning that
2: the scene with Bobble is a flashback, but you
1: get that fairly soon. But it still doesn't tell you a whole lot. That's what I'm saying. You'll probably get more stuff in future well, volumes.
2: Yeah, backstory is not yeah. valid. especially on Orio even. That There's seems like it there. might be a bit of a mystery <laughs> anyway, so that's True.
1: more of a... Oh yes, feature in a flaw. True, and I am going to say for this one, because of the nature of it, the smaller libraries you might want to interlibrary loan it to see if you really want to put it in your collection first. To see if you might have readership of it. Yeah, anything bigger than that, I am sure will probably be fine within the library, and even the smaller ones. There is nothing in it that's you know negative or anything like that. You could slide it in the collection if you want to. It's just like with a smaller community if they're not familiar with reading the artwork as much as the text they might have some difficulties but other than that I would say it'd be a it's a breath of fresh air for me for a change of pace with the graphic novels so that's kind of nice to do right it is and uh Foreman type one is Senior Lee Margo. Okay, we got a name for the
0: blonde headed one now. So, <laughs> at
1: the end, when we're getting ready to close out, we got a name
0: for <laughs> the blonde headed <laughs> Awesome. Of course, the main character ended up talking at the very last, so of course we're gonna oh, we're yes. gonna repeat something on there. Oh well. <laughs>
1: want to keep up with us you can find us on itunes you can go there like us there subscribe to us give us some feedback we'd be glad to have you join us you can also give us feedback at our facebook and twitter page which is under comic pop library you can email us at admin at comic pop library as well and we'll read them back on the shows Uh, one of the ones that we have this time around is from project light agency they sent us uh, some music by Maria, they have one of her singles called Be There For Me. Uh, they wanted to just thank us for sharing that with everybody on the website and through our page. So, And we appreciate Project Light Agency because they're one of the newer music public relations companies that have joined up with us and has started sending us some stuff through our accounts. So thank you to them as well. That's going to pretty much do it. Uh, again, this is Hinges, book one, Clockwork City by Meredith McClaren. This is one. It was done in 2015. If you want to pick up all three, the third one is due out, I believe, this next coming year. So you can pick up the first two and pre-order the third one if you'd like to. And... We're having fun here. We hope everybody out there has been having fun listening to us. I know it's been a short one this time around, but like I said, yeah. there's not much to discuss on no, this not one. Not
0: really. So
1: <laughs> we'll see everybody on the flip side. Bye, everybody. Bye. See ya. I could see it all so clear. Please believe me. I really had something to say, but now it's five. Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admincomicpoplibrary.com. At All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective in any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.